It's time again for the Scotty Johnny Podcast with your host, Scotty Johnny himself, John Barnett, and the ego himself, Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam, talking Wisconsin sports, NFL through D3, college hockey, doesn't matter. Two mics, two crusty vests, two opinions, one based in reality and one based in what do you bet on Twitter? With music by Delete Great Cars and Trucks. Here's John and Aaron. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome into the Scotty Johnny Podcast. I am your not-so-humble host, Jonathan Barnett, and uh, we don't have the usual co-host with me this week. Aaron's up north, and he's uh, he's he's with family, and he's a little further away from internet, uh, and we, we're all still recovering from the Bucks game, I think, this last week, but uh, we do have special guest Joshua Barnett here. Uh, Hello. Debut performance, well, not debut, just a repeat performance, I suppose, is what I should say. The yeah, uh, encore. He's been doing here, an encore. Been here a couple times. <laughs> yeah. Encore performance. To get that one correct. Uh, welcome in, Josh. Uh, just let everybody know while we're here. First off, you can follow this show on Twitter. Uh, it's at Scotty Johnny Pod. You can follow me at Not So Humble Host. I make it easy by putting it right at the top of the show. Uh, I tell you, I'm the Not So Humble Host. If and, they didn't know that already. Yeah. <laughs> It's mostly repeat people. I think we got a lot of that, and every now and then we'll have one or two fun ones from like Italy or we we had Northwest Territories once or twice. That's always fun to see uh, up in Canada. But uh, Josh, you're also on Twitter. Do you want to tell everybody where you are on Twitter or no? Nah, they don't care. Okay, <laughs> we'll just leave it at that then. If it, he doesn't want to go pushing anything, we're we're not going to force him. But anyhow, um, yeah, pretty good week here this last week, right? I think yeah, I had a pretty good week. Did yeah, sports wise, yeah, it went it went oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. yes. Um, in terms of sports, yeah. In terms of other things, like we went camping, we had a good good time camping. Uh, we actually watched the Bucks game around a campfire. Yeah, it was pretty fun. New experience, <laughs> I'll say. Yeah, it's uh, it's a different way to watch a game. It's a it's a fun way to watch a game. We had a good time out there, and uh, yeah, we're coming at you a little late this week, uh, and that reason is because Aaron's been up in up north uh watching other things up there and hanging out with family so not going to get in the way of that and let him you know do his thing but uh also i've been actually in jury trial not for me i didn't do anything i just i'm, I'm the lawyer on the trial just so everyone's aware you know it wasn't like i did what something, did you do right? <laughs> like i didn't i didn't cause any problems i was i was fine i've been good i promise <laughs> so just coming at you. It's a it's a Wednesday uh, show this week instead of the the normal Monday night. But it's just it's been a, a a rough go in terms of trying to get this in. But we do need to talk about this Bucks. And so what, what before I get too far Oof. into it, we're gonna we're gonna start everything off here in the part of the show that we like to call our main event. Starting things off with the main event. All right, Josh. Bucks going to the Eastern Conference Finals. All right, what, what your your initial thoughts on that? Just just the feeling of seeing that again. You've gotten to see that now twice in your life, twice in the last three years. Yep. You are you are among the most spoiled Wisconsin fans that has ever existed. I think like your your generation. Like I saw the Packers. <laughs> you've, you've seen the Packers win a Super Bowl. Um, the Brewers have made the the um, playoffs three years in a row now. Yep. Which is a record for them, yeah. right? So that's that's something I didn't see. I mean, I we was, saw Yound. Yeah, I was so. three when they went to a World Series. I don't remember that. Oh, so <laughs> it was eighty-two. I was I was not old enough to really remember that. I remember those players though, um, most of them at least. But yeah, you you've seen the Brewers in the playoffs. I think five times now. I you, think yeah, I think so. Yeah, division champions, some wild cards and stuff like that. I mean, of course, we didn't have a wild card when it was your age yet i think it was right around that time when they they went to the the change up there uh the bucks were not good i got to see them go to eastern conference finals one time uh with, when they had you know glenn robinson uh ray allen sam cassell um was yeah. michael red there yet that, no, no he was he was in the later teams and and he was like the lone bright spot you're like well at least he scored 30 i mean we lost by 25 but that was neat <laughs> And then he got hurt a lot too towards the end. So it's kind of sad that he was never on any of those those sorts of teams that were really good. You actually, we bought you a used Michael Red jersey when you were little, like at some garage sale or something like that. So it was hmm. the first Bucks jersey you had was a Michael Red 
<laughs> so you you don't remember that, I'm sure. I don't. But yeah, you have watched just yeah, Brewers, Bucks, the Badgers have been to three Rose Bowls in your life already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> just it's crazy. I grew up watching the Badgers and we were just like, man, if we could just beat Northwestern to not be the worst team in the Big Ten. And when I was watching them in like eighty nine. <laughs> you know? Well it's just Nebraska really back well, then. Yeah. Well, Nebraska was not in the Big Ten then. They were in the Big Eight. Oh. Yeah, it was a whole different thing. There was not even a Big Twelve quite yet <laughs> most of the time. So yeah, um now you get to see the Bucks have this fantastic run. Uh Oof. the the two games here, uh first off, game six, going back home, it, it was do or die. You kind of felt they'd win that one. Yeah. Right? I, I was I didn't think we were gonna lose that one. I mean, they'd won all the ones at home to that point in that series, and they looked very good. The defense had been great. I don't think they gave up 100 points in any of the games they played at home, right? Uh, I don't think they did. No, and so it's like, yeah, so um, let's look at the last couple there. So, yeah, uh, 104-89, and it would have been 86-83, uh, and... That was in That was, oh, in that was the other one. And the 107, I guess 96 or whatever. Yeah, nine, game four. So, yeah. They had 96, but they didn't get to 100. The other two games didn't even get to 90. So, yeah, that that was – the defense seemed very solid at home. I'm sure the crowd plays into that. I, I guarantee it's a big part. And just so everybody knows, I want to make sure this is put out there, Aaron Flottam and his lovely daughter Ruby were at game six. That's probably why, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's got to be Aaron and, and Ruby. Ruby's probably the good luck. It's not Aaron because I've been places with Aaron, and we didn't we did not have – all that great luck. <laughs> so it's probably Ruby. Thank you, Ruby. <laughs> uh, that's her first game too. First game seeing the Bucks live. So that's that's a fantastic. I've only game. seen them once. So yeah, you've only seen them once live too. Uh, which is the same game that was my very first Bucks game. We talked about this last year. When, yeah, <laughs> when, when uh, we were right before COVID. But yeah, no, that game was it worked out all right. I mean, just it is. The shooting was still just terrible for the Bucks throughout that series for the most part. Uh, and just, I don't know. They just never seemed to find a great rhythm. They played good enough defense against them in Game 6 to get that win. Game seven's the big story. Because Game 7 in Brooklyn again. I have a lot of choice words <laughs> about that game. Yeah. Um, mostly about the refs and the calls. Um, KD is, you know... The ref's favorite. They're all his friends. So I'm not going to, yeah. That's the thing. I mean, you're a star. You get star treatment. And, and that's yeah. just kind of the way the NBA goes. And it's hard to hard to say anything different, I guess. It's just, it, it, except for Giannis. Giannis is the only superstar who never gets superstar treatment. Yeah, like he would, like any other, like if it's Blake. <laughs> he gets Blake knocked Griffin. over in the lane all the time. If Blake Griffin gets touched whatsoever, it's a, it's a foul. Oh, gosh. Blake Griffin just. Him and that I was getting frustrated with Katie, and Katie was fantastic. There's no way to describe him as other than fantastic throughout the series. He had 48, right, in that game. Seven. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah. And he was just, he really was carrying that team. And okay, so I mean, he put the front of both feet on the line with a two point game. If he's six inches back, they win that game. But also in overtime, he gets a chance to shoot that from straight away and airballed it. I mean, if he was, if he, if LeBron had done that, because by the way, let's, let's just tell as this story. Katie's on his third team, where he's clearly chasing titles. He's trying to join up with other people. Um, he went to Golden State to win a title where they had already won one without him. The team was good enough without him to win. But yeah, and then because they did, yeah, <laughs> and then he's on his third team now, gaining up with with his his friends and everything there, um, and. He's he 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 has the game winning shot and shoots a game tying shot. He has the game winning or game tying shot and he airballs it. Um, how how much would they just kill LeBron for having that game? Oh, they would they would slaughter him, right? <laughs> and I mean, like, I'm not saying LeBron's the greatest or anything like that, but let's just have the straight up comparison. Is it just because even though he's won an MVP and everybody just said he's the best player in the world? it doesn't matter because we haven't had the media telling us this enough or like, why, why is there so much more hatred for LeBron than for KD? Um, Katie's just as hateable in real life. I mean, just, yeah. he is. 
I don't know. It's just because they've always seen LeBron on top, I think. That could be. He's, I don't know. I mean, like, it's weird. People hate him for going to form these super teams. But, I mean, like, the Celtics teams that were his biggest rival when he went to Miami, that was a super team. That was, you know, when, like, that was like Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen. Yeah, Garnett <laughs> and Ray Allen were not homegrown talent. No. <laughs> they made this happen. Like, these people decided to go together. Um, Ray Allen, in fact, didn't even go there until he knew that Garnett was going to be on that team. And then Ray Allen's like, yeah, sure, I'll go with that. And, and add on top of that, of course, that um, they had uh, Rondo. Added Rondo into that. And as, Paul Pierce, right? Yeah, Paul Pierce. We, he was already there. Oh, okay. But then they drafted Rondo. So, that, I mean. That's a pretty great team. But, you drafted the the two, you yeah. know those two that you least drafted, but then you pulled in two other superstars to give mm-hmm. your team one title, and then you talk trash to other teams that did it. <laughs> it's like come yeah. on. In terms of this game, though, I, I really thought they were going to lose. I, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to mince words. I thought they were going to lose when it was close at the end, when it was it was overtime. I mean, the, the Nets only scored one point or one basket. They scored two points in all of overtime. You, yeah. didn't, you didn't see that coming, right? I no, I thought the Nets were just gonna kill us in overtime. Yeah, it, that that feeling was was very strange, and to see them actually pull that off was incredible. The the that shot by Middleton rolling in, spinning back to his inside, fade away to to get that lead, and then the Harden follow at the end was just ridiculous. That was so that was so bad. Like. He jumps into, I mean, there's 0.3 seconds left, Yeah. right? And so he just jumps into. Brooke Lopez. Uh, yeah, Lopez. And and does so just, it was just weird. Like, why? Even if, if if they don't call the foul, as soon as he touches the ball, the clock runs. It doesn't matter. But he fouled him before the ball even got there, but after the pass. So he gets two free throws, and it becomes a four-point win rather than a two-point win. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. It's worthless at that point. But, man. Do you have the same concern that 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 it felt like, you know, the Badgers beating Kentucky? You know, it's like you still have to play Duke. You know, that's, yeah. that's what that was. You know, like you got to a championship game. You're like you f- you celebrated like you won something, and then you have to go do it again. Yeah, and you're gonna have to do it again. But well, for us, we're gonna have to do that a lot. <laughs> and this is not the team we wanted to play. No, I've said it, and I I know that you and I have talked. This is not the team we wanted to play. I wanted to play the Sixers. The Sixers are the perfect matchup for us. They want to go inside. They want to play physical, and that's going to be fantastic for the Bucks. Yeah, ben Simmons can't shoot. <laughs> can't shoot. Just keep him outside. But now we're just going to be dealing with Trey uh, Young. Young. That's all. <laughs> and you know, like I said, told everybody at the beginning, we're recording this Wednesday night. The game is going on right now, so we're still just kind of man. Um, Trey Young's going to be the hardest thing, and it goes to exactly the like. Hey, how do you beat the Bucks? You have one guy play well. That's all you need. <laughs> That's all you need because KD was doing it by himself. The Bucks never schemed to do anything to stop that. I mean, to to the level that you can scheme for Kevin Durant. Yeah, there's there's nothing you can do for a turnaround, um, like mid range. Yeah, there's nothing you can do for that. And he's seven foot tall. You can't stop that. But yeah, I mean, like we had no plan for when he would drive and turn the corner on somebody we didn't have there wasn't any help necessarily i mean like it, if you could do something to katie who's the next guy on that nets team that you're really afraid of uh Kyrie. yeah and Kyrie wasn't on the feet on the court uh bruce brown i think really okay not green if, if harden's not out there it's it's between um bruce brown and and green if Giannis is on the floor green's not not a factor but yeah. Bruce Brown, because well, I guess if Drew's not on the floor, then it's all about personnel, I think. Yeah. I mean, like, Tucker was able to stay with him when we were at home. Like, games three and four, he really kept Katie from go- just just going off like that he did there. He didn't have an answer for him in game seven. He just didn't. Um, and I don't know what to do with this, because, like, Trey Young, uh, again, if you stop Trey Young, who's the guy who's going to kill you on on the Hawks? Uh, is it, it's either John Collins or Kevin Huerta or whatever. That. Yeah, I'd, and and are you that afraid of either of those guys? No, <laughs> no, no. I'm I'm not either. I just I don't I don't get the idea that it's like we'll just play kind of straight up. Uh, uh, and to be honest, since we've been watching this, um, 
the way they've been playing this too, just they'll run a switch up top and then they'll get they'll get Trey Young on Pat Connington. And you're like, well, that's three points. We just decided to let him have three points by switching off on that because that's just not going to work. It's just not going to hurt. Um, Gallinari comes in sometimes. He's a guy who for, for threes sometimes you worry a little bit about. But, man, you just have to stop Trey Young. I don't know if the Bucks can do it. I'm, I'm not as confident. Like, I really did feel more confident about beating the Nets than this team because this Hawks team we had some trouble with in the regular season that I remember watching. I don't like this matchup. I'm not worried about Capella and, and all those guys down low necessarily, but man, I just, I do worry about the three and how the three can change this series. I mean, if, if you're looking ahead at this, what's your level of comfort in, in seeing these two teams together? You're feeling that the bucks win. They're the favorite now by Vegas. Unless I lose today. <laughs> <laughs> well, like what's your comfort level with this? Like, what do you, what do you think when you're watching this series? Um, I think that Bud will Coach Bud will figure something out. Um, it may take him a game or two, but I think Bucks in six. <laughs> I always try to avoid that because that's the catchphrase, you know. Uh, so you know, Bucks in six. Why? Because Bucks in six. Oh, I have uh, a funny story about when you're at the. Go ahead, go right ahead. Oh, uh, so we're at the campsite, and we're sitting by the fire in our chairs, and Dad's got the game on his phone and we're you got the bucks game on and we're we're kind of lagging behind a bit and because there's this like arcade kind of barish place right down the way yeah. um it's got a bunch of like the pay games you know it's got um the claw machine it's got all that stuff so it's um <laughs> you're going into overtime <laughs> and um i can't remember is it middleton who hits it or something like that but we just hear a lot just very loud yelling we're like oh i know what's about to happen <laughs> yeah yeah we, we had a good feeling that things were about to go our way at that point but yeah it's like yeah as it's trying to look up now while we're talking about this too but it's like man what are our like three point percentage let's let's see who the leaders in that are the teams we didn't want to play we didn't want to play the knicks that was the team we really want to play the nets also not a one that we were horribly excited about seeing because they got that 39.2%, the same as the Knicks. And actually, I mean, like, Atlanta as a team shoots 37.3%. They're not as good a three-point shooting team as the Bucks. That puts them 12th in the NBA. Actually, slightly worse than the Sixers. But it's just Trey Young. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, the Sixers don't have one, like, really fast guard. They have, yeah. Like, they don't have one who can just shoot threes like that. That's the thing. Yeah. I don't know. I, Here's what I want to ask you though. You, you just said you're confident Bud's going to coach Budenhauser. It's going to get us a. Yeah, he's going to correct things. He better. That that's different than you think he will. I I don't have a whole lot of confidence in Coach Bud. Um, I I don't particularly think he's an X's and O's guy. Um, it really just me personally, and you you disagree with me if you want to disagree. Um, it seems to me like he just frequently just his players are just better. Uh, like, what was his plan down there at the end of that game last week? Giannis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, I hope Middleton shoots something here. Yeah, he um, didn't really change much. And Drew Holiday was shooting terribly through that game. He kind of came up clutch at the end for like a, like three shots. And yeah. It was, a, it was two or three. Yeah, he had a couple big threes right down the end. Just got lucky there because he came back, you know, back up to the, uh, the median, you know, back to who he normally plays. But it's like... Yeah. <laughs> If he doesn't have those guys doing that he doesn't seem to have an answer like they find one thing that works and teams just keep doing it for the whole second half because the bucks never adjust to find a way to stop it yeah for all for like the the whole like first half drew holiday was kept switching on to durant and then durant will get an easy mid-range every time yeah they just they were the people find the switch and then they stick with it because we don't adjust to it um they run that high pick and roll we don't adjust to it. <sighs> yeah. And things like that where it's like if they can just get one player, just any one player to play well, we're done. Um, like it didn't happen this year, but last year, Miami. Jimmy Butler took over, and we didn't do anything. to figure, We couldn't figure out a way to stop it. Just couldn't figure yeah. out a way to stop it. Uh, the year before that, Kawhi. Kawhi took off. We couldn't stop him. We didn't try to take him out. Seriously, find a way to stop that one guy. Just don't let Durant beat you. 
which we almost did. We really tried to let him beat us. <laughs> um, but because he could have shot that three when it was a two point game and he airballed it. Yeah. I mean, he had his toe on the line again, but either way, airballed it and we're just lucky. Um, but I mean, like, I just don't get that, that portion of it. To be fair, at the same time, though, and I don't know what Aaron will say about this because he might entirely disagree with me on this. Uh, I think he'll be on this one. Neither of us were on the fire Budenhauser bandwagon necessarily. I brought it up as a thing a couple weeks ago saying like, hey, if he loses this in five or he gets swept here, do you think they fire him? Because not everybody agrees with us. I, I guess, like, do you think he's safe now? He got through that series. Is that enough? I mean, if if you're just okay with just getting that far in the playoffs, I don't think they fire him. But if you... He's one of the last four teams left at this yeah. point. But, I mean, at what point do you say, okay, this is enough? At what point do you say, okay, well, let's let's try to be better than top four? Yeah, you say... We've got three all-stars, including a two-time MVP. We shouldn't be unable to get out of the Eastern Conference. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, at a point, you you do start to wonder, you know, there might be better coaches out there who could lead us farther with this team. Do you have anybody you're thinking of? Not really. I mean, if we could find a way to get Greg Popovich, then. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, not really. But... um. And uh, I'm trying to think that from Dallas, Carlisle, there was some talk that he might be willing to go join the Bucks if, you know, things go that way. Would you be interested in, in Carlisle joining us? He, he got my, uh, pardon me, he got the, the Mavericks to a championship. And he was, his teams with those, those early Pacers teams, he did, did a lot of good work there. He's a guy who actually coaches, gets a lot yeah. of players. Um, if, if you made that trade, if you made that switch, not necessarily trade, but you made that switch, would you be interested in that? Uh, yes, I would. Okay. Nobody else you can think of off the top of your head, though. I'm throwing this at you. We just we're we're out here. Uh, is the Heat's coach? What's his name? The Heat's. Oh, if Spolstra, yeah. Is he going or is he? So I can't imagine he's leaving. Oh, but okay. yeah, Aaron said that one too. Like if you could get Spolstra, which, I'd take him. <laughs> why would they let Spolstra go? But if I you don't could know. get him. Yeah, no, I would be with you there. If we could get Spolstra, you get Spolstra. Yeah, um, that's yeah, that would be that would be an upgrade. I don't think anybody would disagree with that portion of it. What are you feeling right now? I guess I mean you're saying Bucks and six, and okay, I I don't know. It's I, such a hard. It's just so hard to tell. You just have to like just guess. Well, yeah, obviously it's a guess. I'm just it's like. Trying to make an educated guess. Statistically, I think, I think the Bucks are still the more talented team. I uh, yes, I think and, so too. But I mean, Trey Young is the equivalent of having Patrick Waugh right now <laughs> for the <laughs> for the hockey reference. It's like I don't care if you only score two goals a game; they're not getting three on Patrick Waugh. Um, yeah, they're not. They're not getting. <laughs> and he's he's kind of that like that hot hockey goaltender. Um, you know, every year, I mean, not every year. Sometimes you just get a team that isn't that good, but you know, like they're a seventh seed, but somehow they just roll through the playoffs because you get two months of super hot goaltending from one guy. Like Jonathan Quick is suddenly the greatest goaltender in hockey, and you're like, why? Just just randomly, <laughs> <Yeah>. random. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, you get them at the right time, and then you know it. It just like PJ Tucker through the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's just yeah this this could be very very rough. I don't know. Well, what's the score right now? Well, right now it's 98-96. Uh, Bucks just took a timeout. The most important thing is that Bakhtiari is at the game and chugging beers again. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> we got this in the bag. <laughs> are the Hawks up by two? The Hawks are up by two. Okay. Well, I mean, by the time you listen to this, you'll know who, who's won already. Yeah. We'll probably have that before we're done with this. But remember, the most important <laughs> part was David Bakhtiari. Well, I feel like he's back then. Like, like the universe is, is okay again. I mean, he's not going to start for most of the year at all because he's still coming off ACL, and you don't get back from that by chugging beers, allegedly. Maybe he does. He's a Viking. <laughs> he's not a Viking. Don't say that. No, 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 no. Like, Pick a different warrior culture. Like, he's a Hun. He's a... He's a Zulu warrior. He's a goth. He's a Zulu warrior. <laughs> he's, he's a Visigoth, that guy. He's a... 
He's a sentinel. He's a Seljuk Turk. <laughs> He's know. a Roman. Something. Right. He's he is um oh, the the uh, Khal Drogo. That's basically <laughs> what you have to remember because if you watch Game of Thrones, he looks he looks like a bigger Khal Drogo, and Khal Drogo is enormous and kind of awesome. But yeah, that's geez. We'll just see where we are on this. Um, I'll keep. We're going to keep looking at scores as we're sitting here. But it doesn't matter to yeah, you, but no. it matters to us. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll get it updated before this whole thing's over and we'll just move on. But the other kind of walk through this a bit here, but we, we will get you some Brewers news here as well as the city of Milwaukee still feeling very good about that as well. While the Bucks are playing for an Eastern Conference championship, the Brewers are the number one team in the NL Central. Currently, because of Daniel Vogelbach, yeah, who didn't play today. Uh, Bucks a half game up on the Cubs and uh, forty-two and thirty-three. I mean, nine games over five hundred, and they haven't been the most sharp this week. Like being horribly blunt about it, um, they have not been that sharp this week. A couple just kind of weird games where they had leads and just gave them up. Well, one of them is because we're playing in Colorado. I'll let, Colorado, I'll let that one slide getting a bit. the split with Colorado was gross. Getting swept by the Reds is super gross. I get the Reds have been they were kind of on a weird tear, and they moved themselves up to being like we're not the worst. Like they were one of those teams hanging out by the the Pirates. They're not that far away from everybody else. Are right they five now. and a half games back or something like that? Uh, one second here, we'll pull that back up where we were. Um, they are currently in third place. They're four and a half back. St. Louis five and a half back. Uh, the Pirates are three years back. Um, <laughs> so. Even though they have the person with the most hits in baseball, they have Adam Frazier. That's all they have. So they got, and I don't, I don't blame them. I don't feel, you know, I'm not angry at them for having the team they have. That's, you know, it's kind of baseball's fault to be honest. It is baseball's fault. And, and the people who tell you they need a floor on this instead of a ceiling, they could do both, but it doesn't make any difference if you can't put a ceiling. You know, a cap on spending to keep the Yankees from just owning everybody. Yeah, that Rocky series was was just heartbreaking and frustrating. I, if they didn't get that win on Sunday, I was going to lose my mind. Um, they were up six nothing. They were yeah. up six nothing. Uh, I forget what uh, inning it was. They brought in the relievers after. Was that a Burns game? No, that was a was it Lauer or Anderson? Okay. Um, well, I'm looking that up. Yeah, get up six nothing, and then yeah, that, look, was it a was it a five run inning? It was a six like, run inning. They had four home runs, I think. Four home runs. It was the most ridiculous thing. Yeah, six run inning in the sixth. Um, Williams gets the win because it's just gross. Um, looking at the box score, just remember who was pitching that one to start off with. It was a that was a lower game. He went five innings. Five hits, three earned runs. He one was doing walk, fine up five until strikeouts. Then. He was doing fine. Like he was, no runs through. Like yeah, three earned f- runs through four, and then he just then they bring in Godley, who gives up three more, and yeah. So Lauer gives up three home runs in that that uh, sixth inning, gets no outs, goes through five with nothing. Um, gives up two home runs in that sixth inning, and then Godley comes in, gets the blown save. And uh, gives up two more home runs. His ERA is now at a sixteen point two. That's pretty high. Uh, godliness is next to cleanliness, but uh, I would rather you just you know clean up the bases a different way by maybe just don't put anybody on it. He was cleaning up the bases by giving up home runs. It was yeah. uh, he was just he just had it wrong. It was hurtful. Basically, I was <laughs> I was very much hurt by that. Luckily, they they pull that out in the end. Get a get a one run win. Uh, you got to clean up against the Rockies. Yeah, you can't you can't play down to. I mean, they get the sweep over the Pirates and then get sweep by, swept by the Reds. I mean, like at that point, they took two. They had that that great run that last week we were talking. Um, two out of three from the Reds, sweep the Pirates, then get swept by the Pirates, split with the Rockies. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's less the 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 air now anymore as it used to be because. You know, they they put the baseballs in the humidor, right? Like a, a cigar, and they just try to keep that home runs down a little bit. But yeah, I mean, but it's still, I mean. How know. much of this is the spin rate Um, and the sunscreen? 
I, I mean, I don't know why baseball, like, like Robert Manfred cares so much because the players want the pitchers to have the stuff. Yeah. Like, most of them want them to have it. They're like, I don't want you throwing 100 where you don't know where it's going. <laughs> I want you to have control of that pitch. I want you to put that where you want it. It doesn't slow the ball down. It's changing the spin rate. It's changing the control because they're still throwing hard, right? Yeah. I mean, and but, like, people have been using this for how long? Like, 50 years. Well, That's some the- of the specific stuff they're using now is specific sunscreens that are more recent to now. People have always been using something. But yeah. the big thing now is the control. And like you said, that is the one thing they're most worried about is making sure they get that control because they don't want to get hit. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be hit by a 98-mile-an-hour fastball. I wouldn't want to be hit, period. Not even by a 78-mile-an-hour slider. Yeah. This is the fun part about baseball now. People don't want to get hit and go to first. People don't want to get hit because it's really, really fast now. But, uh, but also... At the same time, they would rather strike out than get get hit and go to first. Yeah. They're like, that's fine. I'll strike out some. Nobody cares about strikeouts anymore anyhow. I don't know. It's just, it's just not the way the game is played anymore. At least they get the split on the road with the Rockies. Getting swept at home by the Reds is just, that's a gut punch. Yeah, that one kind of hurts. And he keeps the Reds around. Uh, yeah, at least they... they when they lost to the Diamondbacks, you know, then you're just like, I'm just beside myself. I don't know what we're doing here anymore. Um, the Diamondbacks haven't won on the road in a while. Well, they got the, well, yeah, they, that one was at home. They've lost like 27 straight on the road. <laughs> Jeez. Well, we the, the Brewers did get two out of three. They get the 5-0 win the other day. Um, they had uh, Woodruff come in today. The 5-0 was Peralta, right? Yeah. Peralta had Peralta. another great game. If, if, if the Brewers make the playoffs, knock on wood, uh, your 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 starting three in there is it's, it's Peralta along with Burns and Woodruff, right? Yeah, because Peralta's look great. Uh, he has another ten strikeout game. He went six innings without. Uh, he gave up one hit in six. What? Yeah, one hit in six. That's pretty good. Two point eleven ERA. Yeah, for a third pitcher, he gets. Well, and, I mean, he he is he's technically like the fifth in the rotation. Oh, he, oh yeah. But he's been the third pitcher. I mean, that's the thing. Is he's like, he's a pretty good third pitcher. He's a fantastic fifth. He's just a fantastic yeah. fifth because you you're very excited to have him in, as fifth. Um, we did lose uh, Anderson going to the uh, IL, which always makes me sad because it looks like like he's been sent to IL. I'm always worried that <laughs> yeah, the Illinois <laughs> yeah that we've like shipped like, him oh, off. We got to send you to Illinois now. Things aren't going well. It's like Peralta wouldn't he'd be a very Subpar two, not very. So he'd just be kind of subpar. Yeah, he'd be. But he'd be a good three. Yeah, he's a good three. He's a. I guess it depends how you rate. Killer five. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, we're gonna see how they do this here coming in today. The other part of the win today that's interesting is you know, Hira's back. How are you feeling about Hira being back? I mean, like, you're not mad about it. Obviously, just like we all we all want him to succeed so badly, right? Ah, just he's not. He's just not. <laughs> yeah, where uh, they had him batting sixth today, and man, he just mashes in the AAA. Him and um, Ta- uh, Tyrone Taylor. Tyrone Taylor is Taylor's amazing been, in AAA. Yeah. You know who else has been the the star this week in AAA was uh, Ernan Perez in in Nashville. If you, if anyone had <laughs> like if you have any MLB experience and you get sent down in AAA, you are the best ever. I don't know. I mean, like that doesn't always seem to be true, but it. Man, I don't, I don't understand how Hero can be. I mean, I don't, I don't expect him to be phenomenal when he comes back. I would like to see him look like a I, more than competent hitter. I want him to be able to hit over two hundred. That's all I'm asking at this point. That would be great. He's batting one twenty seven on the season at this point. He go zero and two today. He went zero for two, but no strikeouts. I mean, uh, that's been his biggest. At least bane he, he's, he's getting, he's making contact. Yeah, he's his biggest problem has been that he is been missing those he's just yeah <sighs> getting the strikeouts definitely hurts his, his his ego a little bit more and it definitely shows that he just can't find the ball hitting and just not getting on base is one thing he he did take a walk today too so he's seeing it hopefully i'm, I'm reaching for straws here josh i need to believe I, that I, here is coming back to be something at some point i, right? I don't want him to just be a flash in the pan 
yeah, because he did he did regress last year, but you don't know what you saw last year because the sixty game season was crazy, right? Like you're not sure what you were even looking at. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Uh, today, also, uh, what I loved, Williams had, uh, what was it? He had a, a great play where he he gets he gets out of the eighth, but it was strikeout, a single, and then. Uh, Pena throws out the runner going to second on on the um, the stolen base attempt. He's caught stealing. So now there's two outs, and then he walks the next guy, and you're like, all right, he's through two-thirds of an inning. You're like, one of those was Pena. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it didn't feel as good. They were getting at his change up a little bit. Some of it was just following it off. Um, I'd like to see I, – I am a little bit saddened to see that he's getting kind of caught up to a little bit in his second year. Um, well, they they got the book on him, obviously. Well, I think at this point, the the book is you uh, don't throw him a fastball. Yeah, the book is you learn how to hit his other stuff. He's got the the two big ones, and his changeup is exa- it looks exactly like his fastball. His fastball is good, but the changeup is killer. Yeah, that's so, yeah. the main thing. The airbender himself. Yeah, so I just have to see how that how that continues to play out. He's still looking okay. Like he's not getting like rocked or anything like that. He's not being taken out of that eighth spot that eighth inning spot yeah not not he's just not as consistent but as yeah. a, oh yeah he also gave up at, the home run you look at the batting average real quick we are not hitting that well as a team oh no i thought avisel garcia was hitting better than 233 but well uh, and, and this is where i want to look too like if you go look here over the last 15 games you've got vogelbach was batting was at 224 we get 291 from adamas that's uh 292 from wong 310 by Christian Yelich. Uh, so you feel better. And I mean, even Urias, it was a 220 hitter for his career. He's batting 273 over the last two weeks. He's hitting 237 on the season, I saw. So that's. Yeah, he's getting up. He's better. getting better. He, he's been improving over the last several weeks. Uh, you, you like to see some of that come out so you can just you know, believe in feel it. Feel better about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to see him do well. I mean, like, that's the biggest thing is you want to see these guys do well. Uh, and just, yeah, I mean, like that's <laughs> that's where we're, we're rooting for these guys, and it's I've definitely said that it's weird how the uh, the whole thing played out with having you know Arcia sent off and having all these other things, and like how the trade worked out and all that. We're looking now. Brewers dead last in batting average as a team. <laughs> two twelve as a team. Two twelve as a team. Um. But is our slugging percentage high? The slugging percentage. Slugging percentage no. is uh, it's three, four, there's, six. There, they got a. Does that say six, six, uh, six? Yeah. So the OPS is six, six, six. Um. Yeah, I can't live with that. <laughs> that puts the Brewers twenty uh, eighth out of thirty teams in OPS. Only the Mariners <laughs> and Pirates are worse. Only the Mariners and Pirates are worse. We're behind the Marlins and the Diamondbacks in OPS. What about what about on base percentage? What are you doing there? Um, on base percentage. Let's find these Brewers, huh? Where are we at? Score it oh, to the man. bottom. Up to twenty third. Okay. Twenty third. That's in, in just on base. Not good. No, I mean that means like the slugging's not really getting anything done, and it's just the on base is actually better than the batting average. But yeah, it's just <laughs> no <laughs> one hits. Nobody hits. Jackie Bradley Jr. hitting one fifty four. They, they, they've been hitting better in the last, like, two, three weeks. We just need to get hot. That's the thing. That's what we're Yeah, they need to find a way to just to get something going. The pitching's been there. The pitching's still there. I mean, like, they get the win today. It's it's three to two. But, yeah, you went nine innings. only gave up two runs. You got to win those games. Yeah. I mean, a vast majority of those games. And that's, you know, I mean, that is, I mean, they're in first place. I'm not going to cry that much. But we need to. I would love to see yeah. it be better. I'm just so. I, I, I don't think it's just tough. like if we keep doing this. Like I don't know how far we actually get. That's the thing. Like we're first now, but think about if like one of the players stops hitting any. Well, yeah. We're gonna be hitting under 200 as a team. Yeah, and you gotta start taking a look at like, hey, what does this pitching coach do? Like, <laughs> what are they doing on this team? Like. They've been getting worse each year. Like what? Yelich isn't getting better at this. I mean, he's been hurt, and they had that weird season. And it's just 
what are they doing and how are they going to address this? They've got people who have hit before and have not been this year. Yeah. It, it, it's a frustrating like, sort of thing to Jackie see. Bradley Jr., what did he hit, like 260 last year? It's not good, but it's better than 154. If he could get 260 for the rest of the year, I, I think we're going to... We'll finish with you know eighty nine or with ninety five wins or something. You know, it's like yeah, yeah, we'd be great. It'd be killer at that moment. But yeah, who knows? I guess what they're gonna do with that. Feeling feeling still you know confident in this team moving forward. We'd like to see uh, trying to look at where what they've got coming up in schedule. Um, just got through Diamondbacks, so they get a day off, and then they're gonna have some home games. They're gonna have the Rockies and then the and Miller, not Miller, Am Fam Clam. And then the Cubs. So getting the Cubs, you get a chance at least to try to pull yourself away from and the teams at home. right there. They're, yeah, they're all at, at home, home, so that should help. And them. then, yeah, Pirates. And the Mets. The Mets is going to be a challenge, especially on the road. Uh, as long as they don't have DeGrom. You know, DeGrom can only pitch one of those games, if so anything. And he's, is he still hurt right now, too? No, right? I thought he pitched is the he other back? day. Okay. Then I was but wrong. he's scary. He, he definitely is scary. So uh, Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, and so that's then we get the Reds back at home for a four-game series before the All-Star break. So I guess we'll see how that all goes. And see uh, if we'll have any All-Star Brewers. I don't know. It's been far too inconsistent uh, on what they've been doing here. I would say Avisel Garcia, but he's not hitting all that well. He, he's been hitting all right. He's he's been hitting well for this team. He's doing well on home runs. He's got good power numbers too. So you feel good about maybe how Colton that goes. Wong. Colton Wong, yeah. I mean, other than his injuries, he's been fantastic, and the injuries yeah. aren't his fault. It's just just how it goes. Yeah, I, I'm still feeling good about this team. I still think they'll be the number one team going into the All Star break. So, I guess we'll see where that all goes. But that that's that's my thought. That's where I'm feeling. Uh, the only other real news here. Don't you go yawning into the microphone, you, you <laughs> jerk. Um, but yeah, I mean, just. Uh, yeah, um, the the only real news coming up here is, uh, and I don't know if you saw this yet. We came out yesterday. the The news on guard, Greg Guard. Oh yeah, okay. Released some uh, some audio, I guess, like that. A couple players, uh, rather upset apparently from last year, and saying that the coach guard isn't their coach. Never mind that these are people who stayed for four years with guard when they had chances to do other things or could have gone pro. Um, these guys chose to stay with guard and then are just on their way out deciding to say mean things about him. There, there's a couple ways that this, this goes. What, was it Ford? I can't remember who it was uh, on the, who said anything. Drafted by the Portuguese it, League. <laughs> he was the number one pick in the Portuguese League. Thank you. <laughs> but the other thing to remember is, um, I mean, just we do have Brad Davis coming back. And Brad or Davison, he's coming back. So, I mean, like, he's not in that group. He's not saying that he's a terrible coach or he wouldn't follow him because he came back for another year when he didn't have to. <clears throat> Trice, Trice is kind of the sample for exactly what the problem seems to be with guard is that Trice never got better. Trice is a good player who never got better. Yeah, and then he he acted like like the shots he took, uh, he acted like he got better, but he didn't. <laughs> Yeah, um, he's a guy who had good handle, and if he'd passed more, probably could have been pretty good. But, I mean, I just, yeah, I just, I don't know. He never seemed to get better as he went through his his career in Wisconsin. Um, they still have a very good recruiting class last year. They got a lot of young talent on that team. Um, they have a lot of guys coming in. They even got a couple transfers. The kid from uh, was it UNC. And another guy out of there too. So I mean, like y- you still feel like guard is at least getting enough talent into this team that that believes in him. Yeah. But the problem is, if his players are putting this out there, it does that sabotage this team in a way that um, means that they're going to have trouble recruiting down the road. Every coach in the Big Ten is going to be using that, right? Yeah, I think so. You can't let him go at this point. I just, I just don't think you do. Not, and, not yet, anyways. No, and you guys see how this plays out. I mean, like seriously, if he wins, they look like guys who came in had a bad year, 
because they played terribly this year. Yes. And then, you know, on their way out, tried to pretend it wasn't their fault that they just didn't get better. And so it's like, well, you didn't make improvements through your college career. You're upset that you didn't become superstars. Was it try saying it? I don't know. I didn't see who it was who said it. Because I, I, if it was, that makes I don't sense. have it. Yeah, Trice would be the one to be most upset, I guess, at this point. Because he but, thinks he's the best player on the floor at all at all time. Yeah, that's true. Like as soon as we said, like he's a black hole for that team. As soon as the you know that he comes down the floor, and if there's you know ten seconds left in the shot clock or ten seconds left in the half, you're like, he's going to dribble it for nine and then shoot. That's what he does. That's what he did. Yeah, he's not coming back this year. But at the same time, you're like, yeah, they got a lot of talent on that team for next year. We'll have to see how they do. He's done a lot of good with those guys and and pulled some of those teams back that we thought like they were just done. You know, like they were just they looked beat, then came back and won a Big 10 title, you know, the year before, 2 years ago. Came back won the Big 10 ch- uh, championship right before COVID shut everything down. On a team that looked done, like it couldn't make the playoffs even. They won the Big 10 title and they were going they were going to be a high seed in that tournament. After they look done. And you gotta give guard a lot of credit for that. We gotta see how this plays out. It's gonna be interesting to see because it's one of two things. It's just sour grapes by people who didn't get better, or it's it's a serious problem that somebody needs to actually talk about, and we'll we'll see how it goes going forward from here. Uh other than that, uh we'll say the we're not gonna go into separate into the uh last call yet, but we'll say that the um the Badgers have a, a swimmer going to the Olympics now. Uh, so that that's always kind of fun, fantastic news. Uh, that's not normally uh, where the Badgers who go to the Olympics are from, right? Like you get Susie's yeah. favorite Hamilton or something like that. But I mean, the other, the other areas you would normally look for uh, Badgers going in is crew. The Badgers actually have a very good crew team. Yeah, yeah that's why we don't have baseball. It's, it's among the reasons why they don't have baseball, yes. Uh, I was trying to just double-check exactly the name. I, I wanted to get the name have right. Some, um, I do have some college football stuff, though. Okay. Uh, just, just so everybody knows, her name is Phoebe Bacon. All right? So she's going to Tokyo. Um, she's got she's going, going to the Olympics. The Olympics are still on, last I checked. So congratulations to Phoebe Bacon. She did a fantastic job, and she's going to the Olympics. I mean, Stanford is the team. That sends everybody to the Olympics for women's swimming. Katie Ledecky goes there. Um, Pat Forty's daughter, and I'm sorry I'm forgetting her name. Is it Brittany Forty? Uh, I'm forgetting it. Um, they, got, they got the final now in the Bucks game. Um, 116-113. The Bucks had the lead with two minutes left, and then I basically didn't score again. Trey Young had 48 points. He's the only guy you have to stop on that team, and they can't. They can't and won't. If they don't make a big change, I mean, that's a loss at home. That's a loss yeah. at home, and that's bad. Because this team, they need to figure some things out here quick. Because Trey Young is the hottest player in the NBA right now. Yep. Um, because Durant's out. He's not playing. So right now, it's it's Trey Young and it's Booker. Like Devin Booker, is, or right, Devin Booker, uh, yes. Phoenix, he's the next one. It's those two players. It's not Giannis. It's not Middleton. It's not. It's not Chris Paul. It's not. Yeah. It's not, not Chris Paul, Paul George. It's not Paul George. No. Or Kawhi. No. It's none of those guys. It's it's Booker and it's Trey Young and they are young and exciting and interesting to watch and they're they're fun to watch and they can shoot from anywhere. But it's just if you're the Bucks, like there's nobody else on the team you're afraid of. What are we doing here, Josh? <laughs> what is going on here? Why are we doing this? That's not a good loss. No. I mean, there's there's no good loss in the playoffs. That just isn't. Mm-hmm. So rough, rough start to the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> yeah. Losing a home game, maybe you start, you know, pulling your head out of your fourth point of contact and uh as we yeah. as we say, and uh get to it. Uh you had some college football things yeah. you wanted to say before we signed off here? Oh yeah. So oh it was about the playoffs. So it's um, you, you so they had the meeting about the eight team playoff, right? So that's what we can assume, right? Because we never heard anything. I don't assume anything from the NCAA. Just because, I mean, you you never know what they're, where they're going to go. Until they've actually approved it, I don't know what they're doing. I haven't heard that they've actually 
okayed it. I know they were going to talk about it. I haven't heard anything else though. Have you? Uh, no, I have not. I heard about the, I got a notification about the meeting. Was it a couple months ago? And that was all I got. Okay. But um, um, the Badgers recruiting class for football this year does seem this has been a good one. And and like we said last week, they they all came in, uh, got their their big happy fun picture and everything. So it was. It's, it's nice. It's exciting. We like to see them in there. I'm very excited to watch Braylon Allen, and you know. Is it Nick Rucci, um, the the kid out of uh, Ohio, the big the big uh, tackle they got, they got they got the yeah, and, and they also the four star tackle out of Germantown that they were talking to, like, oh yeah, yeah, and Mertz is very happy to be with those guys. <laughs> He's just like, give me some giant tackles. I feel very happy. Oh uh, yeah, those. I'm happy to watch Braylon Allen. You know, the cat who can hang clean three fifteen. That dude, <laughs> he he is, he like at Fond du Lac, he is there you know, like unstoppable running back and a killer linebacker like he, he can yeah. do it all he might play some running back at this level so I mean, who we knows? got burger though because watson left right i don't know i mean he wasn't going to get much of the carries i think i mean burger's going to get the bulk of the carries uh they Watson's also got, kind of a power back they also brought in um the kid from clemson as well who's the transfer and we got etn no <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no but i mean there's going to be some guys there. There's going to be a chance for some depth to to do some things there. And Berger, Berger's probably going to stay at linebacker. That's my my thought. But man, if you watch him, because I've seen the film of him running, his balance Braylon is crazy. Allen, you mean Braylon no, Allen? Yeah, Berger. yeah, not Berger. Well, Berger's also great. And I, yeah, they, yeah, they tried to bring him along slowly last year. It'll he was nice just a better see. back, though. You could you could tell like he was. Yeah. He was just would have been great to see him get some more. But you think Braylon um, Allen stays at linebacker? I do. Or do you think um, they put him at safety? He's getting big. He's like a 220, 230-pound safety at this point, which would be fantastic. He can run. But, yeah, him and um, Herbig. We have Burrell back there too, right? Yeah, Burrell's back. But, like, him and Herbig as the, the future of that inside linebacking core, That that's a good future for you. Yeah. And I love what they said. They're like, only Wisconsin could go into Hawaii and recruit a kid named Nick Herbig. <laughs> like, where yeah. did you get this guy? He's from Hawaii. His name is Herbig. <laughs> um, I'm seeing CBS reporting the college football uh, playoff board of managers approved the feasibility study of moving to 12 teams. 12. So Ooh. they've approved the study. They have not approved the feasibility study that would say it's okay. They've approved Oof. making a feasibility study. Like we're not sure if it's feasible. Of course, it's feasible. Like so, this expansion <laughs> uh, could be formally approved by unknown future date. So yeah, it would triple the field, obviously, because we can do math from you know four to twelve. We're good at that. Yes, it's how the Badgers get in because it's going to be hard to get past Ohio State until you know we find out how they're cheating and they get sanctioned. Guaranteed. Yeah. No, they don't need to be. Um, I don't think. I don't think Ryan Day is that sort. I mean. Both of his predecessors were, all three of his prior four predecessors were definitely cheating and caught. But um, maybe he just won't be caught. Yeah, I don't know that he is. Ryan Ryan Day seems, I don't know. I'm not sure that he is. I'm not as upset with him as you know the last couple guys. Don't they have? Ohio State has a bunch of people returning too, right? Not a ton. They lost several guys. I but mean, it's not as bad as the year before. Don't have their big quarterback. I mean, but Gary still have a good quarterback, though. <laughs> they got somebody who can do. Yeah. I mean, and that system is system quarterback stuff. So, not as I got Alave coming back too. Yeah, Alave's coming back. That sucks. He's. I mean, for the rest of us, he's good. I mean, yeah, <laughs> he. Yeah, Badgers though. I feel very good about them in the West because it, the the rest of the West lost so many people. Nebraska's mm-hmm. in a tailspin now after the whole thing with McCaffrey going to Louisville uh, and yeah. then Rice. And then his Everyone. brothers from the NFL telling everybody that you shouldn't trust, you know, Coach Scott uh, Frost. I mean, that's terrible. Yeah. When the NFL players tell you Scott Frost can't be trusted, that's that's an existential crisis. It was Christian crisis. McGaffrey who said that, right? Yeah, and Max, who is, yeah. for better or for worse, a, you know, just he's a guy who sits on your practice squad. He's not really an yeah. NFL receiver. Christian, Christian though, and Christian McCaffrey, he's got followers <laughs> who will listen to him, and they're like, "You don't want to go there." And you're like, "Oh, oh, I don't want to go there." <laughs> that's not that. That's problematic for Nebraska. They're um, they're gonna want to get rid of him. They're not going to. He's the only guy who can weather the yeah. storm. He is Scott Frost. You don't know who he is. like. 
is <laughs> you can't get rid of him. He he's he's a hero. Like he is a national champion and a Heisman Trophy winner. He is Scott Frost. That is a name. Yeah, he can. He never has to buy a drink in that town again. There, there's nothing. He he is the golden boy of all golden boys. He is. Um, yeah, it's hard to put in terms of like what what exactly he would be. You can't get rid of him. I don't think it just. No, then they won't. It's more than so, Barry Alvarez because he's. I mean, Barry Alvarez could do whatever he wanted because he won as a football coach. But I mean, Scott Frost was the quarterback who won you a championship while getting Heisman. Uh, yeah, when he comes back as a coach, I guess it's like you know Barry Alvarez is AD. You can't fire him because everybody remembers him for football coaching. Scott Frost is head coach. You're not going to fire him until he really screws up. Yeah, um, because he he's. He is that name. Give them two years of going like two and ten. Well, a couple more. Scott Frost, by the way, has had a single winning season in his entire career as a head coach. Was one it at win- UCF? Yeah, the one where they got their national championship, their undefeated season. But that team has like like two people who were drafted in the first five rounds. Yeah, I mean, that's the only team that he's ever gotten to a winning season. The year before, they had a losing record at UCF. The very year before. So, yeah. All right, everybody. We got we've tried bouncing around a little bit here, and we've gotten to everything here. We're going to hopefully get get some better news on the Bucks. Josh has one thing he wants to say before we head out. Well, I have a question at the uh, end. So this is the end, Josh. Give me your question. Well, I thought we were going to do the. No, no, no. We're just going to go right to questions, man. Okay. Oh, right, let's do this. Who's your favorite third baseman all time? <laughs> He's killing me. All time. My favorite third baseman of all time. Let me throw some names out. Mike Schmidt. Mike George Schmidt. Brett. Oof. I would take George Brett over Mike Schmidt. That's just... That's, yeah, that's just a comparison. It's not yeah. fair at all time. You look up some names. Yeah. Um, George Brett was the name I had um, in, in, in my baseball glove growing up. Uh, so that was one uh, that, that... Brooks yeah. Robinson. Well, yeah. Wade Boggs. Chipper, Chipper. Um, yeah, I guess Chipper is a third base, isn't he? Well, Paul Molitor played third base, and it's hard to beat that. I'm going to give weight to Brewers players. Um, I'm just trying to see who else. Oh gosh, I found a list here. Edgar Martinez. I I always think of Edgar Martinez as a as a DH and nothing much else. Yeah, true. Yeah, Don Don Money. Ramirez. Yeah, no, no, nothing like that. Um, that, yeah, I'm going to say it's, it's Molitor, I guess. I mean, he was a DH a lot, but he did play third and I would go with him probably as my favorite. George Brett's fantastic. It's hard to beat Mike Schmidt. Um, those are, yeah, those are tough names to get. Who else would you say, Josh? Did, did Hank Aaron ever play third base? No, he's not a fielder. Oh, that's, no. what I was that's what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> I would probably say George Brett. Okay. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another week. This has also been your uh, your your weekly, semi weekly, partially weekly, um, almost a never weekly uh, Joshua question. <laughs> we do this every now and then when he can think to give me one. But yeah, that's our one for this week. Thank you again for joining us, everybody. It's been um it's been a long week uh, up over here, but uh, hopefully we can get some good news from the Bucks going forward. Uh, if they can just if they can get to that East, Eastern Conference Championship, that would be just it hasn't happened in my lifetime. You know, it just hasn't happened in my lifetime. It'd be amazing to get see past that. it. <laughs> yeah. And Josh here, the spoiled, spoiled child of uh, decadence of Wisconsin sports, which every time people complain, like Wisconsin sports is so hard, all these tough losses. It's like when I grew up, we were just terrible. <laughs> like the bucks were terrible. The Packers were terrible. The Badgers were terrible. Actually, the Brewers through the 80s were pretty good. But um, <laughs> everything else was just just pain. And like actual pain, not like, oh, we lost in the NFC Championship game pain. I don't want to hear that. Like, oh, no. We like, only were like a top four team in football. <laughs> like, oh, man, in 1988, we were like, hope we can beat the Buccaneers so we can go two and whatever. You know, it's like they were, they were really bad in those years. So it was... We got excited being almost in the playoffs at ten and six in that um, 1990 year with uh, Don Mikowski. and then you know we waited <laughs> to get into the playoffs. It had been a long, long stretch there. 
So we're here in the in in the summer, the sunshine, the golden years of Wisconsin sports, and we should all appreciate it a little bit. So well, we'll be back next week, everybody. Thank you again. Hopefully, we'll have Aaron with us again next week. Maybe we'll have Josh join all of us. We'll see. We'll figure it out as we go along, everybody. Uh, thank you again. Remember, whether you are on the town or on the go, it is always on Wisconsin. This has been the Scotty Johnny Podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at ScottyJohnny1 or online at ScottyJohnny.com. Thanks for listening and on Wisconsin.